featuring the Sovereign Soundboard. I'll explain to my listeners in a moment. But as always, you can find us on most streaming platforms for podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. P.S. Alexa, play Young Kings Wrestling, because we're on Amazon Music as well. However, if you are listening on iTunes, leave us an observer size five-star review. Links to all platforms and merch are available at ykwrestling.com. And final notice, shout out to SeatGeek for sponsoring today's episode. SeatGeek is a ticket app that allows you to take the confusion out of buying tickets. They offer a zero to 10 score on each ticket to know if you're going to get a good or a bad deal on your seats. Listeners of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast get $20 off of their first ticket purchase with the promo code YKWrestling. Now, I am your host, the model Rick Rick Martel. And uh, due to a little uh, scheduling differences, today is not our normal uh, recording day. Uh, as some of you guys know, or as TC has mentioned already, I was on vacation. I was breaking in my 30th uh, out the country, and uh, I've been away. So I wanted to come back and just do a little something really quick since we're a little bit backed up and we hadn't recorded in a while. But uh, TC is a little bit tied up, so he couldn't make it today. However, I have found a more than suitable replacement. So for the listeners who aren't watching already and don't already see, the magnificence in front of me, allow me to introduce to you my co-host for this evening, my client, the shaman of Shilit, the hardest working woman in podcast, the sun around which our wrestling podcast must orbit, and the sultan of step on me, Ms. Katie Kinsey, baby. You ass. <laughs> How are we doing, Katie? I'm good. You guys miss me? God. Yeah. Listen, I don't get these grandiose intros anywhere else. Only from the advocate. So yes. any chance I can get that, I'll take it. Of course. This is my job. This is what I'm here for. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Uh, so yeah. Uh as as my, my co-host always likes to say, we watch wrestling all week long. Uh I've been outside of the uh realm of communication and uh TV. So I haven't yeah. really done that. But uh, what you've been watching outside of the regular wrestling? Um, oh, God. Outside of the normal week of wrestling, nothing wrestling related. It's spooky season, so I'm trying to watch a lot of horror movies. Uh, the list that Matt gave me last year, I finally completed last night. Yeah. Took me a while, but... uh. Listen, I there was a time I just didn't want to watch anything, and I wasn't watching like anything. But spooky, spooky movies—it's time. Halloween ends comes out on Friday. 
I'm saying it's Saturday morning, but it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I figure probably have watched it about two times by then. <laughs> actually, actually, no. I, I've already made plans, so I, I have to wait till Saturday. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, well, I, I'll, I'll say that for the end, but we're we going to have something special for y'all in regards to that. But that's mm-hmm. that. That's not related to this. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, like I said, I haven't been able to to watch wrestling during the week. I'm just I'm getting caught up now that I've been back for a couple days now, and uh, apparently I missed a lot. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. But, you missed uh, you miss a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that's exactly why I couldn't wait until Sunday when we <laughs> normally record. I just you know I, I reached out to TC like we gotta we gotta do something we gotta do something. But uh, I'm I'm taking the reins on this. So before we get going, uh, the royal address of rumors. I I need to caveat this real quick. Uh, before I left, I did a show with uh, Will Gray, uh, the botch shot, botch shots and botch spots and chair shots. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to say. It's, it, it is. It is. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, shout out to Will. Uh, great host. It was a great show. But uh, I said this on here. Uh, in regards to the situation with, I think it was Malachi Black. When it comes to the Royal Address of Rumors, I will strictly be giving actual factual news that comes straight from the horse's mouth. If it's an interview where mm-hmm. the person is speaking directly or it is said from the company, whichever it is, AEW, WWE, whatever. Outside of that, I will not be reporting anything from any dirt sheets, reputable or not, because uh, I'm, I'm tired of this bullshit. I'm not yeah. going to do this anymore. So me. with that being said, uh, we're going to get right into the most recent news that just broke less than an hour ago. Uh, WWE backstage conversion is complete. Rene Paquette is now a member of All Elite Wrestling. Uh, don't know exactly what she's going to be doing, but uh, the, the news just broke. And Tony with his, you know, typical spiel, oh, welcome to the team, blah, 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 mm-hmm. pom poms and all, uh, just announced it. So, yeah, Renee is All Elite. How you feeling about that? I mean, I love Renee, regardless of what she's doing, whether it's her podcast when she was doing Talking Smack with Daniel Bryan. I love Renee, and it makes sense. Her husband is in AEW, and they're in Canada tonight, and that's where she's from. So it only makes sense. And, like, that's been teased for a while. Like, she's kind of, like, been like, well, I mean, I might be going, I might not. But I'm I'm glad. I don't know what the fuck she's doing yet. Take JR off of commentary, maybe, perhaps, and maybe somebody else, and just put Renee on commentary. Absolutely. I I'm all for that. I was one for saying that um when Renee did commentary for the time that she did uh WWE, you know, I I prefer her over Corey Graves, to be honest. I, I don't care to hear Corey's Nick Pichoil talking all it, he talks too greasy for me for a dude who is cleared but doesn't get his ass whooped. I, I just yeah. I, I think something needs to be done about that. <laughs> and and I, I this is just a, a slight you know add added piece to it because I remember uh, uh, Ty got the, into something with I think it was with, with Moxley and uh, Renee wanted to tweet a little something about keeping her hands off her husband. I want to see if she bought that action now since she's officially part of the team. So uh, I don't think it'll happen. I mean, but, yeah. She might be. She slapped the shit out of Miz. 
Yeah, but that's Miz though. That's Miz. We know. I mean, he. I mean, we we know he can't play. So. We, we we know who wears the pants in that relationship. At the end of the day, like, Bro. that's 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 nothing. That's nothing new. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, piggybacking off of that. Um, this this ain't even really news. I just I just saw it. Uh, Jr. says he is happy and he plans to finish his career in AEW. He's not planning on going back to WWE. I, I don't I don't care. I don't care because the JR that the JR that we have today is a, a shell of the JR that I enjoyed as a chi- as a kid growing up, and I don't uh, I don't really vibe with this one right now. I just he just he's he's just grumpy. Yeah, he's life. He just doesn't enjoy anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't understand it at all. Um, the next one I I gotta I gotta come to you with because. I've been seeing it, and uh, I just need a little more clarity. So, uh, Sammy and Andrade got into something? <laughs> they did. Um, last Wednesday, um, well, before last Wednesday, I think it might have been, like, Tuesday, they were kind of tweeting back and forth at each other. Um, I can't remember exactly what was said, but I think Sammy called... Uh, there's basically was saying that Andrade is only like used and known because Ric Flair's his father-in-law, which is not true. Um, and he said something about you're gonna complain that you're not being you haven't been used in two companies now, and da 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 da. And Andrade was basically like, "All right, I'll see you Wednesday." He was about that, and there was a confrontation before the show. This is where reports get uh, dicey because there's two sides. Well, there's three sides to every story. One side, like Sammy's side, Andrade, and then the truth. Mm-hmm. And I've seen Sammy push Andrade and he Andrade swung, as he should. And then I've seen that Sammy was just trying to like stay away from him and Andrade went to him. All I know is that Andrade was sent home, and Sammy won in the main event of Dynamite that night. Hmm. Sammy got the pin. Oh, boy. Yeah, Twitter was not happy. I was one of those people. Because I'm under the impression that if you're going to have an altercation backstage, whether you're involved or not, i.e. everything that happened with the Elite and Punk, everybody got sent home. Even the people who were trying to break up the fight got sent home. I mean, Cutler's back now, and so is Christopher Daniels, but no sign of the elite except they might be teased tonight and no sign of punk who apparently has an office job now with aw that's i don't know if that's true at all but same thing happened with eddie and sammy eddie and sammy were taken off tv for a while because eddie kingston's about that action and definitely fucking swung but now you just have sammy you had sammy on tv multiple times that night so in other words (laughs) what we've been saying for months, years at a time, uh, no accountability for your locker room because they can just run wild, do whatever the hell they want. And to all y'all that said, when uh, he made the announcement about vacating the titles and, you know, uh, you know, leading up to Grand Slam, everyone said, oh, he's finally getting it. He's turning the corner and he's going to start running the tighter ship. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? How's that working out for y'all right now? It's because... I. I think Ricky Starks had the perfect reaction. He literally tweeted while that was all going on, man, can my coworker shut the fuck up for a minute? 
is great. Like, be like Ricky Starks. Mm-mm-mm. And Ricky Starks is <laughs> Sticky Starks is underappreciated in my book. Oh, a hundred percent. I don't think he gets enough love and spotlight as it is, but that is the theme <laughs> of almost exclusively white. So I'm not really surprised there. Yeah. Uh, now this one, uh, this next one, uh, I wish I could bookmark, or I should start bookmarking when I say certain stuff on this show, because I speak this stuff into the ether, and then slowly but surely the pieces start forming into place to where what I say is going to eventually come to be. What am I talking about? If you've looked on Twitter, uh, you notice Matt Cardona recently just posted a picture of him and Chelsea when he just recently won uh, the world tag titles with, uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, Brian Myers, is that, that what his name is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he just posted that picture. Uh, reason being is because now there's a rumor going around that there's interest in WWE potentially bringing back Chelsea Green. And I said, not that that could be true, because I'm not indulging in all that shit no more. But <laughs> if it's true, I said on this this episode, and TC remembers it. He, I don't know if he knows which episode it was, but I definitely said on here that at some point in time, Matt Cardona will inevitably walk back through those doors and he will get his push, his run, as he rightfully deserves because he was the best thing in the circuits Not that, that isn't like a big company, not named WWE or, w, or AEW. Mm-hmm. Outside of those companies, there wasn't a hotter commodity out there in the industry, in the indies, than Matt Cardona. That's just my opinion. And and I think it was right after he had showed up to NWA, and I forget who he laid out, but then he held up the championship. That was the image. That was where I said it. I'm like, it's going to happen. This dude has made himself that marketable, that undeniable. He's going to walk in like Cody did at Mania, and he's going to get his just due. And this might be planting the seeds for that. It might not be. It might be. But I see it. I see y'all seeing it because I know y'all tapped in. But just just know I called it. I called it. So if Chelsea goes back, it ain't nothing but one phone call to say, hey, what's your man doing? Bring him on back in. Hey, listen, DJ Paul bringing everybody else in the club. Why not let him back in? You know, I'm just saying, why not? I mean, he did also tweet a picture of him as, uh, like, Zack Ryder, Long Island Iced Z. Fucking Zack Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that, like, right before I saw the picture he tweeted of him and Chelsea. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Listen, I, I'm just gonna say, I called it. And that, that's not the only thing that I'm going to mention on this show that I called that we're, we're teasing already. That's not the last time we're going to have this conversation. Uh, but anyway, okay. the last one, this is quick and easy. Uh, the Rock just did an interview, wrote in Black Adam, and uh, he was asked very candidly, straight up, who is the head of the table? And uh, without hesitation, he said, I'm not going to mention any names. But you're looking him in the eyes right now. So uh, that means that he has failed to acknowledge our tribal chief. In fact, he has taken the mantle of 
of head of the table as his own. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe this is a direct affront to Roman Reigns that will need to be addressed. And it will need to be addressed very, very swiftly. Because, uh, listen, we all love the people's chant, but uh, uh, disrespecting the tribal chief is not something that is uh, tolerated around these parts. It's I mean, not. look at what happened with Jey Uso. Man's got PTSD for decades. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. You, we, we, we can talk about that because uh, that that's not good. That's no. Not good. Like, uh, I say all the time, Roman needs his doctorates in psychology because uh, what, what he has done to his own family in, in terms yeah. of uh, mental distress, uh, uh, he should probably be arrested. <laughs> uh, but that, that that's, a, that's, a, that's another story for another day. Anyway. Um, so yeah, the last week we had a season premiere, both Raw and SmackDown. Uh, you know, Raw pretty much, you know, they 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 they've been they've been doing it ever since Triple H took over. The show has been so much better. It's been action mm-hmm. back and forth. Uh, not a lot of big things happened on this show. Uh, Bailey and uh, Bailey and Bianca had a contract signing, which I, I'm I'm over contract signings. I really am. Like we. We need to stop overusing this trope week in and week out because it's yeah. like it, it's one of those things. Like it, it felt, it felt like you should only do those for really big matches. Like it feels like well, every I mean, other, every other kind of was a big match. I mean, it was the first time the women's title was defended in a ladder match, like a one-on-one ladder match. That is true. That is true. So. I, I don't know. It's just like it, it's it, it's it's done to death at this point. Like I, I wouldn't mind like that that this was that they had it for this. It's just that had I not seen it just a couple weeks prior and a couple weeks prior to that, you know, it's just mm-hmm. that 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 gets old. But uh, obviously, you know, we're, we're going to talk about that match and how spectacular it was. Uh, and then uh, EO Sky faced Alexa Bliss. I think that was in the main event. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, last week, I barely remember yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. The majority of the stuff that I really got hyped about happened on SmackDown. It's okay. But um, elsewhere on the show, uh, Riddle and Rollins had their little face-off, which got personal again. Uh, A whole lot of, I'm not touching you... I'm not touching you all in the face type shit. Uh, and of course, in the middle of all that, they're trading barbs back and forth. Uh, up on the screen appears Daniel Cormier, former double champ, light heavyweight and heavyweight champion of the world in the UFC, uh, to say, listen, I've been watching you guys go at it for the past few months, nonstop, not just in matches, but outside in parking lots and backstage areas. And we're all getting real sick and tired of it. You guys are going to have a match at Extreme Rules in the fight pit. And this match requires an officiate, an of- official that is going to be able to lay this, call this right down the line, and keep you guys in check. So they called me. And I, for one, I, for those who aren't familiar with Daniel Cormier's work, he's a phenomenal fighter, but he's an even bigger fan of wrestling. And his character, I mean, 
if you ever heard him like talk on a regular basis, like this dude is very entertaining. He fits right into the the culture. So, it, it, you know, extreme rules. And again, we're gonna talk about it. But if this is something that we're gonna see going forward, some more Daniel Cormier, I'm here for it. There's a perfect thing to do, and it brings more eyes to the product, which is what you want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, uh, season premiere raw. And of course, the the real the real meat and potatoes. What I got to get into is on SmackDown because uh, I love a show where they just consistently give me what I want. Mm-hmm. I, just, I I love that. Uh, the first first big splash I got to see, uh, Hit Row shows up, and uh, you know we're thinking, okay, they're gonna have a match. Well, at least before I even get to that, before I even get to that. Uh, first and foremost, Wade Barrett on commentary with Michael Cole. Yes. Chef's kiss. Well done. I'm 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 happy about that. Very happy about that. You happy about that? Until Pat until Pat comes back, yes. I'm happy yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. It's very super. Listen, make it a three man booth. If 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 we get Michael Cole, Pat, and Wade Barrett, I, I might never watch Raw again. <laughs> that 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 that's it for me. That that's a that's a good team, honestly. The three of them would be so entertaining, especially because Michael Cole can say whatever the fuck he wants now. Exactly. Oh my god. I, listen, I, I I joke about it. We don't appreciate Michael Cole enough. I I don't think we do. Like we 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 have our fun trading, you know the the little in you know digs at him and stuff like that. It's it's fun to do, but mm-hmm. uh. It, it, Especially now that he's got the reins off him, we we gotta we gotta appreciate him while we got him. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, because he's the Jr. He's the Jr. Now he's in that position. Yeah. But yeah, him Wade Pat, give me all of that, and you won't you won't see me looking at Raw no time soon because their announced team is mid at best. Um, even with Kevin Patrick, I'm I'm not I'm not impressed, not impressed at all. Uh, but yes. yeah. Triple H kicked off the show. Uh, he had the his mic had the QR code on it. I guess one final message to let you know what was coming, and we know what's coming. Ooh. And uh, they just welcomed did the you know the typical welcome to SmackDown, and then of course we had the Bloodline and the best storyline in sports entertainment right now. Uh, Logan came out to stir the pot up, and he asked a very important question. Uh, he asked, "Who's the tribal chief? Essentially, is it Roman or is it Jay?" Now you might think, you know, that's not going to affect anybody. No one's going to trip over it. But Roman had a very, very stern response, and this is the second time I'm going to mention something that I have been speaking into the ether that needs to happen and y'all tapped in as y'all are started teasing what i want because roman about faced to jay and looked into that man's soul for about 10 minutes straight no blinking no moving no flinching no nothing and they zoomed the camera in and everything like that he was just i mean piercing that Mm -hmm. man's soul listen roman has has been bashing mentally bashing this man's brains in so bad jay has cte mentally like 
he hasn't been hit in the head enough physically, but just mentally, the way Roman been just going upside this brother's head, he's got CTE. The rage that he just has been showing off here and the gaslighting. Listen, this was it, it, it's it's really crazy. But that stare down, that that was a wink. Y'all winked at us, just like Seth winked at us the one time too. Yeah. He was talking about, you know, and, and I'm going to get to that too, but <laughs> that, that was another wink. Roman and Jay for like a, just a, an uncomfortable period of time. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's, it's going to happen. I, I've been saying that like Sammy is like the breath of fresh air that the bloodline needed. And Sammy's more over now than he has been since like babyface NXT Sammy. Mm-hmm. And I love that for Sammy. Sammy does great things. He deserves the world. And like that's who you focus more on. But I keep telling people you need to watch Jay in the background. It's it's the way he just looks at Roman with like the and listen, I have a little bit of anger issues. Jay Uso, I I'm surprised he hasn't like hulked out yet with how fucking angry he gets. It's insanity, but it's so good because it's all because of Roman. The man endured a year of hell from Roman and finally succumbed to acknowledging the tribal chief. And when Jay breaks away from the bloodline, it's going to be fantastic. Yes. And I listen, I, I'm, I'm, I gave them the steps to get there. Jay and Sammy are going to blow up and that feud is going to be fire. It might be mm-hmm. match of the night or whatever card it's on. So mm-hmm. you have that as a stepping stone already. And that can be like a loser leaves the bloodline match or whatever. And from that point there, you just segue into the next step, which is you go right at the dude, right at the top of the guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I was one for saying, like, listen, I know we got favorites. I know we got Cody and, you know, uh, <laughs> a, a bunch of other names that could potentially win the Rumble. My Dark Horse Sleeper, I'm saying it right here now in October, my Dark Horse Sleeper to win the Rumble is Jey Uso. Because by that time, we should have fractured and cracked enough of the bloodline that that could be a possibility. Yeah. It, there's always a potential to change course on whatever direction they're going. This would be that moment to do it. I would I would be okay with Jay. Cause then ideally, if you still have both belts on Roman, you can separate them at Mania. You have him well, okay. You can still have him maybe beat Dwayne. But that match has to happen at Mania. And then have him lose to Jay. I think that'd be incredible. Indeed. It's, it's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. It has to happen. Like you, you got options, but I'm saying, like this. <laughs> This would be the best, like Cody and Roman being a, a mm-hmm. WrestleMania match potentially. That's that that's enough to draw eyes and attention because Cody's been so over since he's been back because yeah. Roman has carried SmackDown on his back for two years True. and been the, the the biggest star. So it's like that's a money match, but Jay and Roman is something that we have gotten so invested into for the past two years it's long-term booking stuff that what y'all said y'all wanted you mm-hmm. got it that was the first feud that roman had when he came back so this has literally been going since 2020 when he showed up and turned heel 
and set the world on fire. So if you want to really tell the best story at the best show on the best night of the year, that's how you do it. I'm just saying. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, after that, Solo and Ricochet had a banger. Solo put my man down. Uh, Look, Ricochet is getting rehabilitated, and I love it. And obviously, we know Solo is getting the big pushes. He's coming up. You know, got to stay, mm-hmm. got to stay credible in the bloodline out here. Um, mm-hmm. But not, not, and not to scoot past that. But back to what I was saying that really popped me, probably the hardest on the night. Uh, Hit Row shows up, and uh, I don't know if they were supposed to be there for a match or a segment, a cipher, whatever. But right as they get outside the ring. You just seen a drive-by kick. I think it was to Ashanti got the kick. And him and Top Dollar just started getting mugged in the ring. And you seen a bunch of dudes, three dudes in suits and lucha masks. And I lost my mind because I knew right then who it was. My people, Santos and Legado. But then we had more because all of a sudden at the top rope, was a beautiful goddess angel who came back in the form of Zelina Vega. So not only do we have just ignore just ignore the unfriended stuff going on in my camera right now because I'm still hyped. Not only do we have Legado del Fantasma back in the mix, but Zelina Vega is with them. I don't know what happened to Carmen. Uh, not, uh. Electra, Electra, Electra. I, 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 I don't know why I thought Carmen Electra at the moment, but Electra <laughs> Lopez, Electra Lopez. I don't know what happened that she's not with Legado because I thought she was really good with them, and apparently she thought she was getting moved up too. I don't know what happened. I'm glad to see Zelina back. Zelina back. Uh, this is a perfect fit. I mean, it's not like she's not familiar with this. She was managing Andrade before, so this this just fits. Yeah. Well, so Zelina on my TV is never going to go unappreciated, but I, I don't know what happened with Electra. Hopefully she gets moved up too and she gets, you know, to, to just do her own thing maybe, but this mm-hmm. was this was like the moment of the night for me. I, I was all over this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you, you see people, you see men in suits with blue trimmer masks, you literally know it's like, yeah, though. So I was excited because like that's been teased ever since they left NXT, which they probably just left like Electra like on the side of the road or something, which is just disrespectful. But bringing in Zelina, who has been gone for months, I think like the majority of the year, she's been out, obviously for reasons that Malachi kind of talked about. But seeing her back, fantastic, because SmackDown needs women. And having her be not necessarily the mouthpiece for Legado. I think she's more so the mouthpiece for uh, Wild and Cruz. Yeah, yeah, they can Because talk. Santos can talk. Right. It's, the, it's them two motherfuckers. They can't it's the other two. Not. It's the other two. They can't really talk. Yeah. Um, but, but Santos is great. And they're basically reigniting the feud they had with Hit Row in NXT. Mm-hmm. Obviously no swerve. But we still get that. I'm happy. Listen, I'm all about these fucking factions, bringing in women to help with the factions. I saw someone say, have Electra come up and manage Los Lotharios because Zelina was kind of with 
Angel at one point and then have all them go at it because mm -hmm. Zelina or Electric could be like, well, I didn't need you guys. I have someone else and they can just talk shit about Zelina and have that be a thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, no, it's probably not going to happen, but. Pair Electra up with them and, you know, they can revisit that at some point in time. I, that, that That's fine. I wouldn't <laughs> mind that. Just as long as, you know, she gets something because it's, 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 it's kind of cold-blooded that you know everyone everyone had to leave nxt but you know she got left behind and... yeah he, and santos was like yeah two for me like me familia mm -hmm. really where where the fuck's she at then y'all yeah. family where's she at yeah that's not okay that's not okay, okay. At all. she was making y'all look it's good you can't, can't forget can't forget who you came with cold-blooded <laughs> oh man <laughs> But yeah, that 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 was the big Matt moment for me. And then, but then, again, they keep giving me what I want. And I know Matt was hype about this too because we got the tank back. Oh yeah, like Shotzi back with the tank with upgrades on it because now it's like mm -hmm. blowing shit up in the, the arena. Um, That's true. Her and Raquel beat Slinger the villains Ailey. I, I just I'm I'm not okay with Zaylee losing like this. I, I don't know that she's won since she's been back on TV. I, it's not I don't okay want to talk me. about it. <laughs> it's, it's not okay with me. I don't I don't like this. Like, this was a, this was an up and down thing. I love that we got the tank back. I'm upset that Zaylee is losing again. Exactly. I got I got beef with that. And then apparently, uh, Sonya is done with mate with SmackDown anyway. Uh, According, according to what we saw last night, because I guess she's going back to NXT. At least for the time being. I mean, I, I don't see it. I don't see a problem with that. I mean, we see what he's been doing for Mandy, so. That's hey. what I'm saying. Works for me. That could be, you know what? I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that for another episode. I have a theory already about that. <laughs> but, but, uh, moving right along. Uh, McIntyre and Cross had another little brawl before going into Extreme Rules for their strap match. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Bloodline and uh, faced against New Day and Braun Strowman. And uh, once again, the dissension with Sammy and the and Jay and everything like that is just breaking down. Uh, Braun and New Day beat them down. Uh, but my my. Another another thing I got that I wanted right after this, uh, <laughs> maximum male models got the brakes beat off them <laughs> single handedly by not by Max Dupree, mm -hmm. but by L A Knight. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy. So happy. It's about to okay. Like. Matt and I were talking about it. We weren't super high on LA Knight at first because we were just like, eh, whatever. But slowly started to grow. And it wasn't really until I think it was right before War Games where we were just like, you know what? We see it. We like it. We love LA Knight. And it was weird that it was like both of us at the same time kind of just being like, yeah, we fuck. Yeah, we fucks with LA Knight. And so I'm so happy because they kind of teased it here and there about him coming back as LA Knight. I'm Ooh. so happy. Hell yeah, yeah. It, I don't know something about it, like, cause it's not it's not 
so different from his Eli Drake character, like an impact in the mm-hmm. way. But I don't know, something about it just organically just took off in NXT. And it just, it was the hottest thing that they had on the show. So when mm-hmm. they moved him up and they put him in this this whole Maximum Male Models thing, I'm like, listen, he can do anything. But I, I, I don't know how I feel about this. You know, like, it feel like you just kind of taking taking your foot off the gas with this. I mean, like, I was hyped to see him get that response in a big crowd, like, you know, for, for SmackDown or Raw or wherever he was going to go. Mm-hmm. But you're just going to tell me, oh, he's changing his name and his gimmick? Uh-uh. That's not okay. That's that's not okay. We got to fix that. And we are. Now that, that DJ Paul is spinning the tracks out here. Oh, man. But then, of course, the, the main event, I these two people can do no wrong. I mean, the epitome of big, meaty men slapping meat. Do it forever. I will never get tired of watching this. Gunther, Sheamus. The IC title has just been, it, it feels like somebody literally dug down into the grave that it was in and just chucked it back up on the ground, just washed it off, cleaned it up, and gave it the spa pamper treatment. Because I I've, I have years, it's been, since I've seen the title get treated this well. And mm-hmm. with these two guys, again, who I could see fight for an eternity, they put on another banger. And I, I'm going to say this again, and not to throw not to throw shade at nobody that we know or anyone else, but y'all got one more time to try to call Seamus mid, because goddamn it, that man is on point every week, and I'm sure Gunther could have a, a solid match with most of the guys on the roster, but these two got magic. And Sheamus mm-hmm. is working his ass off, and this was first. And he got screwed. He definitely got screwed because my man definitely tapped. I, I I watched it twice now. He definitely tapped. But it, another banger. I hate seeing this thing. It's like you have to tap three times for it to be an actual submission. Since when? When has that been the rule? I, I have no idea. Like. I feel like that's like literally people are like, oh yeah, it's three times. It's just, no, what, when when the fuck this became a rule? Because I didn't know that. I've been watching wrestling my entire life. So if you like, we didn't know this. Like, the fuck? <laughs> that was a clear tap. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, there, there, there's no there's no special parameters on it. If you one two, that's all it takes. Just tap the mat real quick. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like one. That's fine. One is okay. Because that, yeah. that's you just being, like, angry that you're in yeah, said submission. Right. Like, god damn it! Like, or, like, or if it was a fist. It'd be different if he, like, pounded twice with his fist. Like, right, different. Yeah. But no, it was a... Yeah, he did, and he did open, a fast... Open palm. It, it was a fast one. Like, I'm sorry. Some, some, somebody... Somebody gotta do a better job officiating, because uh, that that was a clear tap. My man should Listen, I love right Jessica Carr. But... I do, too. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Play us oh. fuck up. We don't we don't have Savi because Stacey's not here, but you know that that's a you know, play us fuck up. <laughs> but uh it was a fuck up because my man should be champ right now. Not saying Gunther shouldn't have the belt, because he should have it for as long as he wants it. But <laughs> man, Seamus got screwed. Most he definitely time. did. But it was fire. And of course they continued to brawl to close out the show because they were gonna have a old fashioned Donnie Brook. At Extreme Rules, which we can just jump right into because 
man, that was a damn good show. I, I've been complaining about Extreme Rules and how plain and boring it's been for years now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, I just I say I'll say it as many times as I can. DJ Paul spinning these tracks and giving us everything that we needed to just rehab all the the, the issues that we've had for the last couple of years. I mean, it's it's it is highly appreciated right now because Extreme Rules. First off, how how'd you love Extreme Rules? And I was like surprised how much I liked it. There was only one match I didn't like at all uh take a guess Me too. but um everything else like seeing the card before the, the show i was just like you know what i think they got it with this one mm-hmm. and they they fucking did this is the first like this might be the first time in a long time that every match on an extreme rules card was an extreme rules type of match Every last episode. year there was like one extreme rules match yeah. and that was it this That's year we had six stipulation for every six. match which is the idea yeah, yeah. like you have you have this pay-per-view and you call it this you you need every match to have some type of stipulation hell yeah hell yeah so real quick while we uh give some grades for these matches uh I, I, I'm like you. I had only one that I really didn't care for, but um, we'll, uh, we'll we'll get to that. First off, uh, as we just mentioned, the the brawling brutes and Imperium just started the show off in complete mayhem and madness in the old fashioned Donnie Brook six man tag match, and brawling brutes came out on top after they all damn near destroyed everything in the arena before we even got the show off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm giving this an A+, because what else could you possibly give it? Uh, it? It's going back to what I just said about the match. All six of these guys had that potential, and it, it has me excited, not just for the future of the IC title, but the tag division as well. Because with all these tag teams that are coming back into the fold, including some that came in a couple of days ago that we'll talk about later, um, this is just like we we're going in the right direction with it. But I'm giving this an A plus. Oh, this is 100 percent an A plus. This is the way you start a pay per view. Mm-hmm. Like this gets the crowd hype. This gets them excited for what's to come. And boy, oh boy, did they get a fucking show! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a and and, and the, the start of the show, the opening was Paul Heyman, because of course they're in Philly. It's an extreme mm-hmm. rules pay-per-view. This is his baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always do this right. Gotta do this right. So that that was perfect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh I think you no know, right right team won. Uh this was mm-hmm. the match. And then right after that we had the Extreme Rules match between Ronda and Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's title. And Ronda beats Liv. And to me, what was a pretty sloppy match. I didn't feel it at all. Uh, I don't know if they just don't have chemistry like that. Well, I didn't think they had chemistry anyway after the SummerSlam match they had. But, uh, yeah, I just... It, it, it's not that complicated, especially when 
we saw the last couple of weeks how Liv has been like really stepping it up to show she's deranged and she gets that like she's about that life. I mm-hmm. I expected so much more out of this, and it's not what I got. It, it, I was thoroughly disappointed. I figured that the result was going to be the same. Uh, that that Ronda was probably going to win. I didn't see her losing multiple times to live. Like being realistic mm-hmm. here, but not like that. That was that was twelve minutes that I could have taken back. So I probably give this like a D. Twelve minutes. It felt yeah. so much longer than that. This shit minutes. dragged. This shit dragged. Yes, it did. I, I will think. say it. If Ronda's gonna swing, fucking swing. My God, those pussy ass baseball shots! Like, come on, that was pitiful. Talking about the baddest woman, you're not shit, dude. She doesn't have chemistry with anybody. No. God, I fucking can't stand Ronda Rousey. That white claw of a human being. I can't. I really can't. <laughs> I I can't. It. Her entire being pisses me off. Literally, her as a person and as a wrestler pisses me off. And I. I uh, this match gets a D. This is, mm-hmm. it, I love Liv, and like I knew her reign wasn't gonna be long, mm-hmm. but not like this. Not this sloppy ass match, and her smiling going out was kind of weird. Like it makes sense for like Nikki Cross when she was in like facing Shayna Baszler in NXT, going out smiling. That made sense because that was crazy nikki if you're gonna start making live crazy then i understand but having that be the finish and the table was just like on her head that whole fucking thing was sloppy i have so many issues with it i've talked about it so many times and it pisses me off every single time i talk about it because i can't <laughs> i fucking can't yeah uh i i, I just I don't know what I was really expecting out of this, but um, yeah, it just it just completely underdelivered. And then I, I've been one for saying that you know if Ronda's going to be unlikable anyway, you might as well make her heal. But it doesn't even feel like she's being like as good a heel as she could be. Like it feels like she's like a real vanilla heel. Like she's just a basic heel and because yeah, she's a basic human being someone like ronda rousey who has been as hated as she has been for the last hell the last seven eight years at least in in, in another realm in, in mma it's like yeah. you could do better than this but I, i'm with you like the the the, the pussy hitting like not really swinging it like you were you were fighting people for real and this, and this, you can't swing a baseball bat? Like, I understand that, that Brock set such a high precedent of an MMA fighter coming into wrestling and beating the absolute dog shit out of people. I get it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you can do it a was, little better than this. It was everything. It was like the chair shots were weak. The baseball bat swings were weak. Like, it, everything everything just seemed off about that match. I blame Ronda for everything. <laughs> That's just, yeah, we've been talking too much about this. I, I'm off that. It's yeah, can we please um, fucking move on? Next up, we had Karrion Cross beating Drew McIntyre in a strap match after <laughs> after Drew caught some pepper spray to the eyes from Scarlett. 
Uh, I guess I get it a B. Um, the right guy went over. It was it was a solid match. Drew really sold that shoulder, um, and I expected it to be. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it could have been better, but I'm not complaining about it. At the end of the day, I had to see Cross win. Uh, the the big story was his hair and like the way that was just flowing all around. But <laughs> yeah, my guy, my guy needed a comb in the worst way. He probably should have just stuck with the shaved head look. But um, <laughs> no, it, it was it was a good match. I, I'll give it. I'll give it a B plus because. Uh, we, we, we did the right result. Drew can take a loss like this and rebound. He'll be back. He's not going anywhere. It's mm-hmm. about building cross up wherever, whatever direction he's going after this. So I'm good with it. I mean, I'm just going to give like a solid B. Match was fine. Did what it had to do. Scarlett's involvement is always a plus because you don't know how she's going to get involved. Because like Scarlett can wrestle, but we haven't seen her wrestle since she's been in WWE, which I would like to see her wrestle. Yeah. But, you know, God forbid. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I have no issue with it. Using the mace or pepper spray, whatever the fuck it was, yeah. definitely not something I was expecting her to use. I thought it was going to be like another fireball or something yeah, I, like I that. They didn't want to fail at that again, so they just said, listen, just, just take some, some mace and call it a day. I mean, y'all just gotta relax with these fireballs. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it didn't work. It was like a misfire last time, so... Well, I think she overfired this time because Jesus Christ. Yeah, she emptied that shit. And then it it got in Karen Cross's eyes, too. Yeah, that was... (laughs) (laughs) Man's just wiping his eyes with his fucking shoulder. He's like, I can't see. You win the match and you're, you're crying. Makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh man yeah no it was good though it was good yeah. uh, then then uh, honestly I think this might be my match of the night uh, Bianca the woman king showed up showed out retains her title against Bailey in a ladder match that was just off the chain it's an A plus 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 for me mm-hmm. uh for for this to be Bianca's first ladder match, I think Bianca hasn't had a first yet that she hasn't showed up and completely demolished without mm-hmm. any type of struggle or nothing like that. This woman is a natural, uh, and you know Bailey. I don't think has Bailey been in a ladder match before. Well, I mean, she was in. Oh, she money won in the Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like it, it, it's been a while though. So yeah, the two of them, the two of them got amazing chemistry. You know, we we saw their feud before Bailey got hurt. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this this was just off the chain. I think I think I have to get this my match tonight because it was dope as fuck. Um, got a little scared. Got a little scared. I, I I you know once you know damage control shows up and Dakota EO you figure and and Alexa and Oscar um, got beat up. They couldn't they couldn't get cleared to to show up. So I'm like, okay, we might we might be in a little trouble. I was a little worried, but didn't happen. Bianca came through, handled her business. She's still our Raw Women's Champion. I'm giving this a plus plus. Let me uh go, go, give you a grade while I fix this up a little bit. Hang on. 
Uh, I'm also giving it an A. I'm just giving it an A plus, not the plus plus plus. It was a fantastic match. Um, the KOD on the ladder. I really thought Bailey broke her nose or yeah. busted her face. Um, it looked like she was kind of bleeding, but I don't know what spot that was actually from. But um, the match was great. Bianca, she's in her John Cena era, like babyface John Cena. Like this is this is Bianca now. I've seen that comparison a few times, but like I really believe it because you, you she's your top babyface woman. Definitely. You have Bailey and Damage Control as your heels, but. Bianca did that shit. By, she defeated Damage Control by herself in a ladder match. That's yeah. queen shit. That's gangster shit. She is. She's. She's our queen. We appreciate her very much, because uh, only only she could do something like that. I mean, she's one of the best athletes that they have, bar none. Best natural athletes they have, but um, mm-hmm. I mean. She's taken to this in in probably the, the shortest amount of time I've ever seen anyone that gotten into wrestling do this. And I mean, it, it's it's uncanny. So it, I, I love I love watching it. And uh, like I said, I, I was a little concerned going into it because you know with with Bailey coming back and all the momentum that this group has, you know, all there was all the possibility in the world we could have seen the change and. I would have I would have been upset, but I would have understood. But we didn't do it, so I'm good with it. I don't mind. And uh, yeah, right person goes over, so we good. A plus plus. Um, and then of course uh, we got a little personal after this because uh, Finn Balor and Edge had a crazy I quit match, mm-hmm. uh, fighting all over the stands. Edge out here getting hockey sticks, uh, which had to have been a dream for him as a hockey fan to finally use yeah, one in the wrestling course. match. But yeah, I mean, they were just beating each other's ass all over the arena. And uh, I mean, trying like hell to, to, to get somebody to utter those words. And as we all suspected, Judgment Day was going to show up. And uh, they just, they did everything. They threw the kitchen sink at him. They just jumped him on the set in the middle of the ring. And mm-hmm. no matter what, he's like, nope, ain't quitting. Go to hell. Y'all could beat y'all could beat me all you want to. Ain't nothing going to happen. And then it all just broke down because Rey Mysterio, the worst father of the year, showed up. The worst father of this decade. The worst father ever. You know what? I'm... Mm. I'm going to mess around and I'm going to rant. And I don't have Sabi here, so I'm going to save that. But um, <laughs> no, it, it, it just developed into chaos. And then, of course, the big thing that happens is Beth Phoenix comes into the ring and goes at it with Rhea because finally we're going to even the odds up. And I, my, my only thing about it was, listen, I love this moment. I love seeing Beth and Rhea scrap. I felt like we could have just let Edge and Finn have their match, and then after that, you do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I, I, we could have just kept this going to continue. But I understand where they were going with this because uh, Judgment Day gets the upper hand. They continue to beat Edge down, but then Rhea pulls some nucks out and 
clocks the Glamazon. So disrespectful. And then they said, well, if you won't quit for yourself, maybe you'll quit if Rhea takes this chair, sticks it right under, under Beth's head, and says, you know what? I'm going to give her a concerto. And that 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 was that was enough. Edge had to swallow his pride, had to save his woman. He said, mm-hmm. I quit. That's it. Done. Finn wins. Just leave my woman alone. And the the, the tension in that moment, because I, I was so scared at first, like, don't do this. Like, what you, what's wrong with y'all? And so Edge quit. I'm like, okay, we good. We good. And then then Rhea just says, nah, it ain't sweet out here. You ain't safe. And she smacked the shit out of Beth with that chair. <clears throat> oh man, hurt my soul. Hurt my soul. Listen, uh, this match gets like a solid A because yeah. I I feel like you it went like maybe a little too long like it felt a little too long at some points but like once judgment day came out you know she was about to hit the fucking fan yeah Rhea and beth is something i have been wanting for so long that's key matchup that i wanted beth's selling of the concerto is probably the best thing about this oh my god uh like that yes that I don't like that. I don't like when people sell too well because I get scared. Yeah. But what Rhea said to Edge after he said I quit, she's like, you taught us too well and then she smacks her. Mm-mm. So this is all Edge's fault. He's the reason his wife got a concerto. Like, I get it. You gotta protect your woman. As as any man or woman should. Protect, you protect your person. Yeah. But like, dude... <laughs> You created this monster. This is Edge's fault. Uh, yeah, tragically enough. <laughs> but man, I just that 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 got dark real fast. Dude, it did. I was like, I don't. I want this to be over now. Can we get? And then like, no one, no like stretcher or EMT was coming out, taking their sweet ass time. I was like, is anyone gonna fucking help this woman for the love of God? Yeah. Yeah, y'all moving a too slow for my liking. Literally. And then Ray, like, magically gets back up. Like, where the fuck were you 20 minutes ago, motherfucker? Oh, yeah, laid out by your son. Because you won't put hands on I didn't even talk about... I'm telling you, like, that... I I tell you, if I had Savi here, this would have been a rant if Savi and TC were here. Because, like, I'm so sick of this, man. I'm so sick of Oscar and... His, this is, I don't have respect for this dude as a man anymore. Like, how do you just allow this to happen between that and Raw? I just, I, 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 sh- got, I got nothing for him no more. <laughs> I straight up asked my mom. I was like, Mom, if you were Ray, would you hit Dom? She's like, I'd smack the shit out of him. I'd be like, thank you. Yeah. Like, I know damn well if I was in that situation and oh. I did that to my mom, I'll meet my ass beat. Like, you gotta... You got to get the word Mexican removed as a tattoo from your body because you ain't really about it like that. Real Mexican would have whooped that boy's ass the second he decided he was going to leave the family. That's how that worked. <laughs> you out here getting beat by his friends and then he just not not only hit you, he just assaulted you and stomped you in front of thousands of people and you didn't do nothing about it. 
at all. Mm. It's a it's oh, a no. damn shame. Nah, nah, you absolutely crazy. The Mexican ancestors are enraged right now, as they should be. Like you can't you can't be you can't be great at door all the time no more. You got to get that up. You got to get that up. That's that bullshit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna move on before I get more mad. Yeah. Um, main event, the fight pit, Riddle Rollins. DC is a special referee. I'm just gonna say it. DC was cheating for Riddle this entire time. He shouldn't have won the match. Uh-huh. Uh, that was some bullshit. I agree. Uh, but shout out to Seth for yet another cosplay <laughs> that, uh, that is memorable. Uh, some some Seth freaking Rollins in the vein of RVD. I love it. Gotta love it. Um, But I will say this too. Uh, DC is already probably one of the best refs of all time. (laughs) Because this man just, I mean, as soon as it got, it started getting out of pocket, he said, listen, you fighting him, you're not fighting me. Don't put your hands on me. Don't touch me. (laughs) He said that to both of them. Like, yo, you in here to fight him. I'm just here to ref. Don't touch me. (laughs) Like, that's what a ref is supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? You ain't there to get pushed around and beat up and, you know, uh, ragdolled and stuff like that, like a lot of these refs be out here doing. Let mm-hmm. you know, let the people know what's up. But, um, yeah, I, I gotta... I don't know. I might have to get this like a C because I... The match was good. Can't complain about that. But uh, DC was clearly showing favoritism to this this stoner that I'm sick and tired of. And that's just that's just the first thing I got an issue with when it comes to him and this weekend. Uh, but yeah, uh, I didn't want to see this match at all because I knew this was going to happen. And mm-hmm. I'm not any more happy about it. So uh, yeah, I just... That's getting to see. Yeah, like... C minus, like Riddle one, which I guess realistically, whatever makes sense, but nobody wanted to fucking see that. I didn't want to see it. You didn't want to see it. Nobody wanted to see Riddle win because he's a scumbag. And if I see him hit another RKO, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. I need Randy to come back, whether he's able to or not. Motherfucker, wear a back brace. Come back, beat this man's ass for taking your entire moveset. Like, come on. That shit pisses me off to this day. Um, Rollins, Seth's gear, fantastic. Down to the ponytail. Even how he wore his hair was RVD. Genius. For real. I, I, Seth's fantastic. His gear, iconic. Mm -hmm. Seth's gear's iconic, for those who aren't listening. Mm -hmm. Um, it's... It, it was, it was, it was like the match was fun. Like, I knew I love the look of the fight pit more so on like this than in NXT. Maybe because like the extreme rules colors are a nice combination. So, like, up top was cool. And I knew that was going to happen. Like, it was going to get to the top. Right. But yeah, I just, I don't like Riddle in any capacity. Yeah, he, he, he's getting on my nerves little by little. Like, I was tolerating him until I could tolerate him no more. And uh, that, that, the, the, the straw on the horse's back has been broken for a very long time. And this was just further icing on that cake. Cause not only did he win, but 
Rollins tapped. I oh. I I didn't want to see that. I mean, I didn't want to see that either. But I think Rollins had an interview on Raw after everything that happened on Raw. Um, and it, it, I didn't like fully listen to it, but he was explaining why he tapped. And like he gave like good heel reasons as to why he tapped. Mm-hmm. Which was smart. And I like I like everything Seth has done with this character in oh, general yeah. and with matches and, and everything. Like taking losses to Cody and having that be a catalyst for everything that came after that. Seth is doing some of his best work right now, probably since Shield. Oh, it is, there's no question. This is this. The past two years have been Seth's magnum opus. Like it, it has been the greatest work he has done in his career in the past two years, and that's why mm-hmm. I've been on my soapbox about getting some gold on this man. And uh, <clears throat> going to touch on that in just a second. Uh, but first, uh, what, was, what was your grade for this? Uh, C minus, I think I said. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm giving it a mid grade for a mid result. Um, but yeah, right as the show, and shout out to, once again, shout out to DJ Paul for this, because if you thought that he wasn't going to hit you with one of them, them NXT show, the the logo pops up and y'all think the show is over and everybody's about to get mad because oh we didn't get Bray Wyatt we didn't get Bray Wyatt man DJ Paul let y'all know man because the lights go out everyone starts putting their phone lights in the air because they know what's coming you start hearing the rendition of he's got the whole world in his hands and then you see in the crowd a multitude of characters, human characters now, in the form of the Fireflies Funhouse characters. First, Mercy, the Buzzard, uh, Huskus, the Pig Boy. Uh, what was the what was the the the, the, the girl's name? Um, Abby the Witch. Abby the Witch. Yeah, Abby the Witch was in the crowd. Uh, the Rambling Rabbit showed up. And then, well, first, 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 there was a, uh, I guess that was the Burnt Fiend, whose face showed up on the commentary desk. Yeah, it was the Burnt Fiend mask after, I see, I can't remember, like, the order they showed everything. Yeah. It was either they showed the Burnt mask on commentary first, and then they showed, like, the Fiend in the crowd, yeah. or it was switched. Yeah, it was, I, I think, I think, it was, I think I want to say it was the mask first, and then the Fiend showed up. Um. Yeah, then the fiend is in the crowd, and everyone had the first really big pop. And then, of course, they go through, take us through the Firefly Funhouse. It's all dark and decrepit. You got cobwebs all over the place. It looks like it's been like a, a horror crime scene that's been locked up for years. And basically, they're letting us know that this is kind of you know shedding the 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 skin of all those old gimmicks, and the door. That's sitting at the front of the stage opens up. You see that lantern walking through this masked individual. We all know who it is. He takes his mask off to the biggest pop, probably since Mania when Cody Rhodes showed up. Bray Wyatt's mm-hmm. back. He lets y'all know, blows that lantern out. Show goes off the air. 
that's that's an A plus moment if I've ever seen one. Uh, we all kind of figured this is who was going to show up when these you know white rabbit vignettes were popping up, but I mean it keeps you engaged. The QR code thing with the videos and stuff, it, it mm -hmm. was so wonderfully done. And it's proof that you can it can be obvious what's going to happen, and you can still just go through and do it and not swerve us. And we mm -hmm. will still enjoy it. This is all the proof you need of that. Yes, we know who it is or have a good idea who it is, but you can still continue to build up to it and create, you know, some some uh, some enjoyable moments for us. You know, we cre create all these riddles that we can look at and, you know, speculate about and stuff like that. You can still do all that and say, hey, we know you guys know, but here it is. Mm hmm. Thank you, DJ Paul. I think the Infinity Gauntlet is officially complete now because that's everyone who like was on that that picture. It, yeah, that gauntlet is officially completed. Um, I get chills talking about everything that happened with Bray at Extreme Rules, but watching it again, like entire body goosebumps because it is so well done. It has been months and months of this build with these QR codes, this white rabbit stuff, keeping everyone online engaged, which is something smart that they've done. And like you said, we knew or we had a very strong inkling that it was Bray Wyatt. Mm -hmm. If it wouldn't have been Bray, I would have thrown hands. But <laughs> it, it, it was because uh, now we have more questions. We have are the characters actual people or were they just there for the night right uh the qr codes are still happening there was one on raw mm -hmm. um bray deserved that pop so much mm -hmm. this man has put he is one of the most creative people creative minds in wrestling right now e everywhere any company anything that is one of the most creative people i've ever seen in my entire life I, I and one right now like he he has to be because it like he and like he has like that new like black phone type mask that he's mm -hmm. kind of wearing which <laughs> creeps me out um <laughs> but in a good way like it's like the fiend mask was terrifying and i hated seeing that but like this mask is cool and i'm it, it scares me in a good way um but i i just love this moment it's so fucking much and now Bray is like officially going to be like only on SmackDown, which means I have a chance to see him for the first time in December. Hopefully, he's still doing stuff. <laughs> but I, it is one of the coolest moments I have seen in so long. I screamed, I gasped, I was sitting here in awe for the entire like ten minutes that entire segment was. And I'm really sick of people comparing the pops, little little. I'll go on a fucking rant. Um, I'm so fucking sick of people comparing, oh, who had the bigger pop? Cody at Mania, Bray at Extreme Rules, or Punk's Return? All of those, for different reasons, deserve the biggest pops that they got. Cody returning at Mania. We knew it was going to happen. It was still fantastic to see. Big pop. Your biggest show. Obviously going to happen. Bray. Been teased for months. We knew it was going to be Bray. Well, again, we had a very strong feeling it was going to be Bray. Like, creatively, that was one of the coolest things we've seen in a long time. Deserve the big pop. Punk 
returning after seven years in his hometown. It, obviously a big pop. Stop fucking comparing everything in wrestling. Not everything's this person or this thing is better than other thing or person. Just enjoy the moments that we're getting. It doesn't fucking matter. I can't I can't stand the internet sometimes. This this is why we can't have nice things. Literally why we can't have nice things. Yeah, no, I and I agree too, because I mean at the end of the day, it's 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 all for us. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why you pit one against the other for uh, for what just uh, for ranking for some 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 sense of satisfaction like who who gives a shit at the end of the day it made you happy it made me happy it made us all happy so Mm -hmm. like you just you take it for what it is it's 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 one of the things like you just you don't appreciate enough of what we see in the moment like all these people that say oh it's michael jordan or lebron james like that it's like you enjoy what you have while you have it because mm-hmm. it's not going to be here forever. True. None of these people are. None of none of these performers are. None of these moments are going to last forever. You enjoy them while you have them. Because, like you said, they are well-deserved. Cody deserved his flowers. Punk, at a time, deserved his flowers. <laughs> at that specific time, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously, Bray will always deserve his. So, mm-hmm. that's the important thing. That's what needs to get focused on. And, you know, enjoy it while we have it that's the point that's the message yeah uh before we get into raw really quick for their season premiere uh overall what'd you give extreme rules for a grade i i think i have to like as much as the ronda live match sucked uh and as much as i hate riddle i think i just have to give it like an overall a because there was so much good that those can't really take away from me giving this a good grade yeah yeah I, I, i'd say the same because uh, i i figured you know once we started laying out that you know every match is going to get a stipulation and we're going to do this the right way i'm like you know what it's probably going to be a good show i didn't expect mm-hmm. it to really turn up like this <laughs> i thought you know bianca bailey should have main evented but you know. that's what i was saying too but um there has been a few points made specifically by Matt that um, Bray keeps showing up kind of after Riddle things are happening. Hmm. So that might be who he's going after first because the whole him and Randy was like that the last feud. Matt has a whole theory on it. You can just listen to Matt. Oh, yeah. I, I, I Listen, I will make sure I tap into that because um, <laughs> I, I would love I would love for that to happen. I would very much appreciate it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's an easy way to lure Randy back in uh, if Randy still cares about this piece of shit. Um, yeah, just, 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 just beat the kid up, and if Randy shows up, he shows up. If not, then just beat him up anyway. Um, but, yeah, real quick, uh, the season premiere of Monday Night Raw, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, kicked it off with the, well, before we even got to the bloodline, uh, DX backstage doing their usual spiel, and uh, Triple H is trying to act like you know he is so corporate he can't hang with his his pals no more. Uh, and then centers were going crazy 
once they started just letting loose and talking and Shawn Michaels pastor was texting him, calling him up, wondering what in the <laughs> world in Jesus name is going on out here. Cause I've never heard you speak like this. Uh, but yeah, they had to, they had to have some fun because this was the 20th, 25th anniversary of D generation X that they closed out the show with. Uh, then of course we got the bloodline come out and uh, yeah, the, the shenanigans continue because Roman decided that he was going to dress Jay once again because uh, him being loud and wild and crazy all the time uh, symbolized weakness and weakness doesn't work for the bloodline. And if you're the loudest person in the room and then you're a fool and you're not a fool, are you, Jay? And uh, Sammy, Sammy, for to give him credit, he's trying to spare Jay. Yes, because he, he said Roman, yo, listen, you told me on SmackDown that this is gonna be my problem from now on, which is more gaslighting towards Jay. But he said, listen, <laughs> you said it's my problem. I can deal with it. So Roman backed up and said, hey, you got it. He's your problem. So Sammy goes and tells him, like, yo, basically, dude, you're not being cool. Everyone else is cool. Jimmy got the biggest pop of his career, probably. Dude, Jimmy got a big cool. pop for standing there. Like, my man just stood there with the smile on with the and grin. got a, a standing O for that. <laughs> and Sammy was just like, yo, you see all this? You not cool, Jay. <laughs> and Jay, again, teasing what I, I want to see. Jay got mad and got, started looking at Roman like, yo, bro, you ribbing me right now? Like, you, you joking? Like, you, you got this dude trying to check me right now? What was going on? And Roman mm -hmm. just letting it fly. Like, we, I'm telling you, this is, this is, this is getting into dicey territory. And it was going real good until it got interrupted. And this is, this, this is more of what I said before. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of this dude. Mm-hmm. I tweeted this out and I mean this. If this man is retarded and does not understand contracts and stipulations for matches that he takes part of, he needs to be fired and removed from the company immediately. You wrestled a match against Roman months ago where the stipulation was you cannot challenge as long as he is champion. Why then would you come out and say, oh, bro, I know I'm not supposed to do this because I can't wrestle you for the title no more. But what do you say? We're in Brooklyn. One more time for the fans. You can't do that. You can't do that. You're not allowed to. <laughs> like, do you need a handler? Do you need someone to assist you along mentally backstage? Because uh, you're not... It's written set already you can't challenge as long as roman's champion roman's still champion you dumbass <laughs> i can't stand um, this dude it, it, now you see where we have been for months we're so sick of this man this fool this clown whatever you want to call him it is that was the dumbest thing i have ever seen from a human being from one of the dumbest human beings i've ever seen but the only thing I will say that we got out of this was Jay gaslighting Sammy. Indeed, very much so. Uh, I, I was I was enjoying that because you know because again this is this is where it's gonna blow up because 
Now, Jay's saying, yo, you the honorary oos? You about that action? Handle this fool. You know what I'm saying? You want to handle everything else? Handle this dude. You got it. And, of course, you know, they'd go on to, they'd go on to have a match later on in the night. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this we're, – we're really, we're really bubbling up to get to some, uh, some, some serious breakdowns going between the mm-hmm. two of them. It, it's going to blow up, and it's going to be beautiful. Oh, yeah. uh, next up, uh, Dad and Son had a match. Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory, and they had a banger of a match, of course, which we all expected anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gargano beats him. I, I honestly, I don't know how much longer we're going to see Theory like in a prominent position on the card because, I mean. It, ever since DJ Paul took over and Vince had to take a walk for a lot of reasons. Reasons? Uh, yeah. Uh, he's really been getting a, a, a couple beatdowns weekly. I believe I have seen things say that he is on a 15-match lose streak. Oh, yeah. Which I, I guess realistically that's true because Johnny's cost him a few times. But I was like, I could have sworn Theory won a match. But I don't think so. Kid still has the briefcase, so yeah, that's like the only thing that's saving him. And even Literally, then, like think. he just beat up everybody. Like Tyson Fury took true. took a, a half a step out of retirement to stop you from cashing in. Like, half a step. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, he's not, he's not he's not retired yet, but like right on. He got like one or two more fights before he called it. But uh, yeah, he made sure to have hands for you, so you couldn't cash in in that moment. Yeah, because nobody wants to see that shit. If Theory's the one to take a belt or both belts off Roman, the world is going to explode. Yeah, but you know, that's one of those things that the negative people are going. TC would love it because oh, TC thrives off negativity. Exactly, exactly. It's one of them things that would burn Twitter to the ground. Um. I just don't and think I, like Theory could do it, especially as a double champ. Theory can't do that. Well, if Vince was still around, it probably would have happened by now. Uh huh. That's the that's the scary thought. Yeah, but he's not so. Haha. <laughs> yeah, and then then uh, I'm I'm trying my best not to rant. Uh, Raymond decided after his son embarrassed him and assaulted him in front of thousands of people, uh, instead of coming out to address that. He says, hey, let me just uh, see if Chad Gable want to wrestle me tonight. Um, that that That's all that really matters. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me just take care of that. Family's thing. falling apart. Um, Chad, you want to you wanna and wrestle? Then, and, then, and, then, and then in the middle of that match, Dom and Rhea came out anyway. And once again, Dom going to come out here, get in the ring. I started, started cursing, calling him a pussy in Spanish. On TV, mm-hmm. just berating him in front of the world, and Ray just standing there, taking it with crying the, with the dribbling Gerber baby face on, getting ready to cry. He comes up, <laughs> smacks you in the face, oh. like, and you don't do nothing, bro. You went, you went and ran, had that energy for for Damian Priest when he showed up. You start fighting everybody else off. And then Dom still comes up and beats you now. And then you're going to lay there on the ropes and cry. Like, oh, 
I, 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 <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, it's it's sad to say. I, like you, it doesn't. Your son is grown. He's a grown ass man. Mm. You don't act like it, but like he's a grown ass man. You're blatantly being disrespected. Let like in general, you don't take that shit. But by your son, no. Hands will be thrown. Asses will be kicked. I don't know how Ray could just stand there and take it. When he does, like the crowd's gonna erupt in like cheers and because Dom's getting booed out buildings as he should. Yeah. Fantastic. This, this is like I, I don't say anymore. Like you just you not only got the, the worst father of the year, two years running, maybe of this decade, but I'm gonna have to take your man card after this. Like I'm just disgusted. I'm thoroughly disgusted. God awful. But then we started getting into our surprises on the night. Uh because Judgment Day was still in the ring afterwards. And Finn had this axe to grind with AJ once again about joining the Judgment Day. And Finn, well, AJ, AJ says, I'm a father that whoops my kid's ass, so you don't got to look for me. I'm, I'm here ready to go. What's up? But he uh, pulled, a, pulled a nice little uh, 180 on Finn saying, you know what? You're right. I, I don't need friends. I need family. And did the, did the classic pose. The kneel down in front of Finn. And Finn got all hyped, like, oh, you, you finally seen the way. You come through, they're hugging. And <laughs> AJ pulled the mic up on the camera and said, I wasn't talking about you. And back through the curtain while Gallows and Anderson pulled up a, a slight bullet club reunion. But they came in, they brawled it out, and uh, Judgment Day clears out the ring. I, I said this before. All these tag teams that are coming back in, this is this is gonna be like we at some point in time are gonna have to split all the belts back up, you know, that have been unified because mm-hmm. we're creating depth again across the board, which is all I've asked for. So this is just another example of that. Survivor series is really gonna be dope because we got a lot of personal shit going on that could really blow up in the next couple weeks. Oh, yeah. And that also, like, poses the question of what will be in the men's War Games match. Oh, yeah. I, I was... There's so many different options you have now yeah. of what it could be. I was dead Love set Warriors. on it being the Bloodline versus somebody, but after after what they did to Beth, I... It's probably going to be the AJ Good Brothers and Edge first. Yeah, yeah. don't, don't, but don't, then... let, don't let Ray don't let Ray in this. He, he don't deserve no. this. But then Judgment Judgment Day would need a fourth, or fuck it, pro Ryan. I that's what I was thinking from the jump. Like I don't think any there's any reason why it shouldn't be uh, Beth on one team, Rhea on the other. Like that's just just let even that if we be. don't have Beth on a team, throw Rhea in with Judgment Day. Well, yeah, that's fuck it, I, we I ball. She it. got it. That, like Rhea looked like she, she won this. the first War Games match for the women. Her and Candice. Yeah. By themselves, because Dakota's a scumbag. Listen, Rhea looks like he fights dudes, so I I'm here for that. Like, listen, let, let it, let we it, go let on it, and on about Rhea. Let it. Let, I know you will. 
I know you will indeed. Hence the name I gave you. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm I'm hyped to see these guys are back. I, I'm curious to see if they get you know some uh, a better direction now that DJ Paul's running the show. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is going to be a thing of like we'll just have to see, you know. Let's see how it plays out. I hate saying that, but like it, that's basically what we have to do at this point. I was just like, I, that's another reason why I like, hate like dirt sheets and stuff because it was being reported that they were in talks on Monday, mm-hmm. and then they showed up Monday night. Yeah, like can't y'all just let us have fun surprises? Yeah, that's another like, reason why I just I don't want to do that anymore. I I hate it. It's like fuck you guys. <laughs> let me have let me have some fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 good and done on all that. Like I just I'm tired, man. <clears throat> yeah. Uh what else really happened? That was big. I know uh, Candace and Bailey had a dope match. Ba- Bailey Bailey took a loss to Candace LeRae. I I I was surprised, but I'm happy about that. Cuz uh Listen, for all y'all newbies who don't know, Candace has been that OG. And uh, if you don't know, you need to check her resume. That's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> all, all I got to say about it is Candace LeRae single-handedly won tag team titles after getting a thumbtacked shoe super kick to the face. Damn right. All I got to say. Damn right. Mama Candace. Yeah. yeah y'all got to show it. Y'all got to put respect on her name. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this is the, this is the big thing I got I got to talk about here because uh, my prayers have been answered, my pleas have been heard. After all the the lobbying that I've been doing for the last few weeks, Sethry Rollins has gold once again, and all is right in the world. First and foremost, <clears throat> we announced that Lashley was going to face Seth. For the U.S. title, just mm-hmm. 24 hours removed from the fight pit match, yep. and lastly comes out to the ring and he's cutting a promo, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Brock Lesnar's music hits, and Brock shows up, steps in the ring, and f5s Bobby Lashley, just out the blue. I, I mean. I, I talk about unexpected. I did not see that coming anywhere. Uh, but then I remembered that there's a Saudi show coming right around the corner, and Brock yep. is not going to miss a check. So then it made more sense. <laughs> but the second that happened, I said, "Oh, are we getting a new champ? We 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 getting Seth? We, Seth is walking out of here with gold tonight because <laughs> Seth mm-hmm. banged up too. He don't want to hear no excuses. Like, listen, I'm beat up. You beat up. Get your ass in this ring and take this ass whooping." And mm-hmm. sure enough, he did. And still, they put on a dope match. And Seth Rollins is your new United States champion. Hallelujah. <laughs> 900 <laughs> days too long. Damn, 900 days. Yep. Seth is my favorite choir director I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I've had a few. Seth's my favorite. Um, Cowboy Brock and Big Bob? Bro. Sign me the fuck up. Exactly. As soon as I heard Brock's music, I was like, oh, fuck. Because remember, I like Brock Lesnar now. I like Cowboy Brock. 
Yeah. Brock beforehand? No. Cowboy Brock. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's just been having fun. And that's what I like to see. And yeah. the fact that he gave Lashley, I believe, two F5s and suplexed them. And then Lashley still put on a good match and wasn't just like a clean set clean like a quick Seth match like Bobby still put offense defense both in this match mm-hmm. and that's that's what you needed to do because you still made Bobby look strong yeah he lost the title but now Brock's in a non-title feud crazy yeah Vince is probably somewhere losing his mind. He's like, Brock's not going after a title? This is unheard of. He doesn't. This this feud, first off, we've been asking for this feud since Lashley showed up four years ago when he came Mm -hmm. back to the company. This feud never needed a title. It don't need a title. You just Mm -hmm. need one at one corner of the ring, one at the other corner of the ring, and ring the bell so that we can enjoy it. Mm. And we got a little serving size of it at the Rumble. And Ew. it was good. It was okay. Uh, but we need more. And so if this is how we get more, I'm not complaining. You know oh, I'm saying? not complaining at all. Like, you got a whole, you still got a whole show you have to start booking matches for at Saudi. So yeah. why not? This will get me tuned in. I'm not I'm not caring about Logan Paul. So No, I'm give a fuck about Logan Paul. This is this, but this will get me to watch. No question. That's asked. like two matches confirmed slash basically confirmed for Saudi and Saudi's in a few weeks. It's November fifth. Yeah, yeah. So about, so like, about three weeks. Yeah, you guys are running out of time here. Yeah, yeah I might, I might want to speed this up. Um, but yeah, then uh, Sammy and Riddle had their match, and Jay, Jay had one job. This, this is, this is where I kind of excuse the gaslighting just a little bit, right? Because, you know, Roman said, look, I'm going, the, my my wise man got me set up for the night in the city. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to hit the town, and we're going to chill. But you're going to stay here and watch my honorary oops. You know what I'm saying? And make sure he wins his match because, you know, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? You want babysitting, dude. You know what I'm saying? You ain't coming with me. And he getting ready to leave like, yo, all right, when we bring Solo, let's go, let's go, little brother. He's like, no, 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 no. Solo coming with me. He, he getting a real <laughs> good life tonight. You... And Jim and Jimmy go watch my honorary oops. So he had one job, which was to make sure the honorary oops won the match. And then he failed at his job. Cause he said, Oh no, no. Sammy said he can handle it. Don't get involved. He he holding Jimmy back, letting stuff rock and stuff like that. And Sammy lost the match. So now Friday, it's probably gonna be some more. Some more issues, some more conversations mm-hmm. that need to be had. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, it, it's it's not looking good. No, it's not looking good. You have one job, bro. You get one job. You gotta get it together. Oh, uh, Roman's gonna the verbal lashing Jay is gonna get from Roman on Friday. Oh, I can't wait. It's not it's not gonna be okay. And then uh, with like. Seven eight minutes left over on the show. DX came out and just gave one last swan song. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think this was really for Triple H because uh, when you consider all the health issues that he had, that could have rent 
the worst. Yeah. Uh, this was kind of, you know, his curtain call, so to speak, with his people, with his guys that he came up with and uh, really made it. And uh, yeah, this was just their uh, little sign off because, you know, Sean, you know, let, let y'all know if we're still doing this at 25, y'all got to put us out of our misery. And I, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. And honestly. And like, it, it did what it had to do. I wasn't expecting like this grandiose thing. There's, yeah, there's going to be a little celebration. Um, Xbox gave the shout out to China, as you should. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the the whole spiel, let the crowd say badass Billy Gunn, while Sean did scissor motions in the back, which was <laughs> smart. Um, they just, they hit, they hit the beats. That's all they, yeah. that's all they had to do. It was fun. I would have loved to be there, like to see that. Cause that's probably like the last time we're going to see DX as a whole, I'm putting it in quotes in a very, very long time. If not like the last time we see it. So just enjoy it. The only thing I would have, like, if I had to guess what something that would have happened was, like, like they're talking and maybe, like, the lights shut out and that's where Bray shows up and just drops everybody with some mandible claws. Oh, my God. Like, that, you didn't need to do that. Don't don't ruin the moment. Let them have their moment. But if there was something that was going to happen to close the show up, that would have been that would have been pretty dope. I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah, I saw people saying because that was another thing that was like kind of spoiled. Was like, oh, Brock Lesnar's backseat or raw? Which, again, fuck y'all. I don't want to know this information. Yeah. Uh, people were like, DX is doing their thing, and then Brock's music hits, and I was like, Brock, no, I don't want Brock ruined. I don't. I didn't want anything ruining this moment. Brock, would I love DX, and they anyone. just need this. He, he they all would have died. Ring. Like. Those that's the that's the the AARP crew. Like Brock can't do the type of shit that he does to people to them. Exactly. Right? Now, if there were other old pe- older people in there, I would accept it, but not the people that were there. Oh, you mean like the the bleach blonde hair type of people? Yeah, oh. or the people who almost already died in the ring. Okay. Uh, you know. yeah. yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, those. I got you. I got you. <clears throat> And yeah, and we signed off on the air on that note. Uh, but yeah, that that was our that was our week, past week, and we're still in the midst of this week now. So uh, we, we'll see what happens going forward. But uh, on that note, I would like to thank my client for joining me this week. Uh, right. <clears throat> it's been fun. Glad to get back in the swing of things. And uh, before, obviously, before we get out of here. Since you have so much stuff going on on a regular weekly basis, please plug your socials and let everyone know all the stuff that's going on in Sheely World and other places. Yeah, you know, I do a lot. Uh, a hardest working woman in podcasting for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KDRASN13, link to my bio to take you all things Sheely Showcase, twitch.tv slash Sheely Showcase, typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, unless something happens where I have to go solo to Katie like I did last Wednesday night. Um, YouTube.com slash Sheelie Showcase. I say watch videos because they're way more entertaining. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you'd like to listen. Sheelie's like the brand. So we have the weekly show, Sheelie Showcase, Inside the Mind of, which is a new one. It is dropping on Monday with uh, Matt's beautiful wife, Kate. And that was one of the most 
fun I've had doing an interview, so I'm so excited for people to listen to that. Uh, in the crowd might be making a return soon, depending on Justin and the Get Show Boys. My co-host Savannah has New Japan Takeover, and she just, I believe it's already uploaded now, just dropped a new show called Like Diffuse. It's all about like uh, AW, even though she's really not watching it right now. I don't know what the whole thing. I just letting her. I'm just letting her have her 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 stuff because I do a lot. Like I was on the latest episode of Get Show. I'm on Smackin' It Raw every week because I'm trying to win this fucking race. Uh, um, and we're doing a fun little podcast on Saturday, but I'll let you talk more about that. Yes, 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 indeed. So, uh, <clears throat> you can find me at Recavic24 on Instagram and on Twitter. You can find Young Kings Wrestling, as I said, on all platforms, at YK Wrestling. Uh, you go get your merch at YKWrestling.com. Like that NWO-inspired Black Lives Matter t-shirt, which is also in Breast Cancer Awareness Pink for Breast Cancer Awareness Month this month. Go get mm-hmm. your, show your support, because uh, obviously all donations are deposited into a fund that go most more so to uh, families who are defected by uh, police brutality and other situations, and also throw some in there for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, too, because, you know, we support mm-hmm. it out here. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also... My other show, The Havoc Hour, where I talk sports and entertainment on all streaming platforms where you find Young Kings Wrestling, Anchor, Spotify, and the video versions are up on YouTube. Uh, I've had some recent time open up, so uh, we're going to be getting back in the swing of things, I promise. But as Katie said, this Saturday, uh, we will be doing a show with the warden Matt Ritter, host of the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, Smacking the Raw podcast. But we have... uh, crowd surfed a new concept where um mr matt ritter has created a new show called getting offed where we're talking strictly horror which is uh, a love of all of us and uh something that we had been kind of doing on my show in the havoc hour already but uh new platform and uh they kicked it off just last week i still gotta listen to that i'm sure it was amazing but if you haven't go check it out and uh, we will be recapping and reacting to Halloween Ends after we have seen it. So go check the, uh, the first episode. You guys were reviewing the season premiere of Chucky, right? Uh, so we basically covered season one of Chucky, but then like we literally touched every movie too to okay. get us ready for the season premiere of Chucky, which happened gotcha. last week. Okay. Yeah, so that episode is out already. Go check that out if you haven't. And then uh saturday like i said we will be reacting and reviewing halloween ends and that will be out as well major spoilers for that so if you haven't seen it by the time we do that don't don't watch it yeah you only get one warning from me i I promise you that oh i know well yeah uh you got anything else uh no thanks for having me on Absolutely, absolutely. My client is always welcome here in the kingdom of Young Kings Wrestling. So for Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe, I have been your host, Reek Martell, and we are out of here. Gone. Mm-hmm.